0: Good. All right. Um, we last week got to give a hand out. I mean, failed to bring it back. It's in the truck. They mark it up. I didn't. Do. I did not know we were supposed to bring it back. Yeah, you're a big one. It's all right. I'm a good teacher. I brought many copies. Why did you say to bring it back? no. I thought he said he was going to be close All right all uh, right last week you we watched finger of God which kind of gave you a lot of uh, you know displays of people praying for healing and how they did it and what they did you um, got kind of a lot of visual look at it this week just want to look scripturally and it's narrowed it down okay all six pages of this um, this is just kind of Jesus' life and how he prayed for healing um, now Jesus, of course, was kind of like, had an office and everything. If you're not familiar with the terminology, uh, we always explains it this way. so let me just take hits. Okay, we're all called to mission, right? To, to uh, evangelize, we're all called to evangelize. Some people are good at it, some people are bad, but that doesn't mean you're not called to it. But then some people have an office in it, like Billy Graham, who just speaks for 15 minutes, everyone gets saved, falls to their knees, and then he can just leave. <laughs> um, Jesus pretty much had an office in like every spiritual gift, like healing, you know, it's just like instant. Um, and Paul goes on, he's like, we're all different, we all have different gifts, this, that, this, and that. Um, we're not all the same. We're all different parts of the body. We're not all just a giant mouth, though the church has been pretty good at being that. Um, uh, we're we're all different. We make up different body parts, uh, but Paul always seems to make an effort to say, "Be eager for more." Like with prophecy, when we talk about that, we look at his verses. Like you can learn to prophesy, and you should want this the most of all the spiritual gifts. So, therefore, growing in these things. Some of you may have the spiritual gift of healing, and none of you may admit that right now, but. Big thing is, how many times have you really tried? You know, because until you've done it like 50, 100 times, you don't really have a ratio to work with. So, whether or not um, you've got some gifting in it or not, today we're just gonna look at Jesus as an office of healing, how He did it and how He moved in it. And uh, we're just gonna go through all these verses, and I want you to point out as we go along what you see, so these are healing of the Gospels and I'm not sure that these are even all the verses these are just a decent collection of most of them um, so Matthew 4 23 through 25 and he went through all Galilee teaching in the synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people so his fame spread throughout all Syria and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, epileptics, and paralytics. And he healed them, and great, cloud, cloud, great crowds followed him from Galilee, and the Decapolis, and from Jerusalem, and Judea, and from beyond. Okay, what are you catching that? As far as healing goes, what sticks out to you? He must. Famous. Famous. Good. You mm-hmm. caught one of them. Here's what you're gonna see in almost every verse on here. Fame is related. Mm-hmm. It's kinda weird, but in almost all these verses about Jesus, fame is almost in all of them. Therefore, I'm not really even gonna try to pull this out every time because it's really almost always there. What else? Mm-hmm. It made no. You know they healed every disease and every affliction, so it wasn't anyone that was just singled out. Yeah, every. Everybody
1: okay. mm-hmm. a problem? Yep, and we'll put that under fame. Do you do this with proclaiming the gospel instead of They so? mm-hmm. we went to
0: synagogues teaching the kingdom, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. So it's connected to other things. Something else in there that just sticks out. See, here is it's funny because it's listed right among it. Right. Uh, they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, oppressed by demons, epileptics, and paralytics. Almost like demons is listed right among uh, physical ailments, as though this is another form of healing. And as you'll see, it can definitely connect. so I see anything else before we move on? I've got a list here, but I know I missed stuff because. Okay. Matthew 8, 1-3. When he came down from the mountain, great crowds, I almost said clouds again, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. That's another one for fame. Right? Great crowds following him. Sure. Faith, good. Faith to hear, right? If you will, you can make me clean. That this guy believes. If you will, you can. It's not a. It's not a doubt for him. It's more of like a, kind of like, oh well, please, please, please be willing to. And I'm just going to go off that one and say that this one you're going to find in pretty much all of them, even though it's not exactly listed. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. This is a component to almost every passage. Compassion. Okay. Trust me, when you're famous and you want to go to sleep, or you want to get on a boat and get away from everyone, but all these sick people coming up to you, and you can't stop healing them, it's compassion right there. And you see that here in the same way like imagine someone coming up to you they know that you can do it it's just like if you will please do it compassion again mm-hmm. so this is
1: one we'll find out what else interesting use of the word uh, clean versus sick mm-hmm. you know clean versus healed especially in uh, relation to lepers because mm-hmm. they were known as the number
0: It's almost like a proclamation. You can almost kind of put that down, actually. It's kind of like a prophetic proclamation. I don't think of this one that way, but I think it makes it Right? Jesus is almost saying, you are what you aren't. Now be it. And it's from like yes. those kind of words that he's healed.
2: I like that he actually
0: touches the leopard Touches, that's a good one. Especially in this case, right? Instead of leprosy moving up Jesus, Jesus is moving up the leopard. It's, it's. instant. And that's actually, in Jesus' case, being in an office, almost always we're going to see, though it's not always uh, explained. From what you can see mostly it's almost always instant. So these are the three that like you'll find And <coughs> his office holding ten dollars usually be there. Words like immediately instantly Anyone else got anything? Three, right? mm-hmm. No. That's two, two, three. It's amazing how much you can take out of it. Nice. Matthew 8, 5 through 13. When he entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy for you to come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west, recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And to the centurion Jesus said, Go. Let it be done for you as you have believed. The servant was healed at that very moment. What we got? Absentee healing. Yes, I'm gonna call it this.
2: Um, touch.
0: I like absentee
1: <laughs>
0: Touch and word. Touch. Right. There's no touch in this situation. It's just a word that brings healing. Faith. Faith. Definitely pain. I mean, that's the point mm-hmm. of the story, right? It's like, you don't need me to go touch him. You just know I'm going to heal him. Well, okay, God, i be healed. Right? Proclamation. Yes, proclamation.
1: Mm-hmm. Authority. Authority. a good one. I think about it, too. I
0: mean, this automatically comes with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he takes the authority. Uh, in this case, kind of goes with word, yeah. but um, distance, He's healed from a distance, Jesus isn't actually there, so that's not always that common, you see it throughout the stories.
2: You know, came
0: with teaching and Teaching? Yeah, we'll go ahead and kind of wind those up. I kind of like two mentions of teaching and healing, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, kind of warm, but. Yeah. it's kind of interesting when you surprise Jesus. Yeah, right. surprised. Right.
0: And then you're quieting. Just instant. Did I write instant? So. All right. Instead, because it says at the end. At right. that very moment. Healed at that very moment. Compassion, again. And. because a centurion is a guy who comes up to him as though he's heard about this Jesus Mm -hmm. all right Matthew 8 14 through 17 when Jesus entered Peter's house he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever he touched her hand and the fever left her and she rose and began to serve him that evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick this was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Even prophetic, prophetic. What? what happened prophetically? Well, it was spoken, spoken by the prophet. All right, and this one, in general, is very related to Jesus. Instant. Instant. Passion, fame. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, not exactly fame in this one. Well, he brought many people to him. Or that happened after that, right? <laughs> Touch. 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 And the word. Where's word? He's. Mm-hmm. I would say because he can
2: do that that way.
0: And, you know, if there are sick people, you can do it. Other things?
1: Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me again that um, the part that fulfills what was uh, spoken by the prophet was not super tic- illnesses and more of sicknesses. Mm-hmm. Which kind of means that, or it seems to indicate that he uh, didn't necessarily just get rid of the sicknesses, he took mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's... Uh, Physically what happened to him.
0: That's definitely it sticks out. In it yeah, that the way that popped out to me I was reading really too. Matthew nine, one through eight. And in getting into a boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people were brought to him, brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. when Jesus, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, prophecy, um, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He then said to the paralytic, Rise up, take a bed, and go home. And so he rose and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and the glorified God, who had given such authority to
1: Fame. Word. Word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: compassion. Oh, right. Uh, one of these things. right? Yeah. Uh, fame, because right at the beginning. He shows up in town. Here's our sick guys. Uh, already.
1: I'm just kidding. That's the compassion. But, um. <laughs> Fear. Fear is a new reference in this one. Where's that? Um, when the crowd saw it, they were afraid. Afraid? And they God. That, that's true. Afraid. And
0: there's also glorification. You're mm-hmm. so
2: still teaching.
1: Right. And this time, the first thing he said was, Your sins through forgiven. Yeah. Will you put a story
2: yet?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, your sins are forgiven again, that's another uh, authority. And it's also
1: something else that I just read. You might want up for prophecy. Also, mm-hmm. so when, uh, when you
0: right. Yeah, um, that's not exactly in relation to healing though, so I'm trying to keep this somewhere. That's just kind of a side note. Jesus knew what they were thinking. Matthew 9, 18-26 While he was saying these things to them, behold, a ruler came in and knelt before them, saying, My daughter has just died. But come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Jesus rose and followed him with his disciples. And behold, a woman who had suffered a discharge of blood for twelve years came up behind him, Touch the fringe of his garment, for she said to herself, If I only touch his garment, I will be made well. Jesus turned and seeing her, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly, the woman was made well. But when Jesus came to the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a commotion, he said, Go away, for the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl arose. The report of this went through all the district. Drive by healing. (laughs) Drive by healing.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of drive by healings. thing. Drive by healing. (laughs) Uh,
0: Faith, right? She's like, if I just touch his garment, I'll be healed. I don't even have to make contact with the guy. There's one I didn't write earlier, but it's definitely in here. You'll see um,
1: well, okay, we got fame again, compassion. Instant. Instant. Um, but there was also touch. touch.
0: We had other touches I think we've missed. It. Inches. Yeah. Oh, there was well, there's two touches in here, right? Well, she, she touched his robe. She touched his robe and then... Um, he took the girl by the hand. Took the girl by the hand. Right. And on top of that... Here's what I was going to say. It's a... just does these sometimes. It's privacy. Yeah. It's like everyone get out of here and raise her mm-hmm. or from the dead. I don't know why. I think
2: this is one of the first instances where you see the disbelief in the crowd for a mm-hmm. second because they laughed. Yeah, that's a good point. If you to touch, or did touch, should you do I think I did. Yeah
1: you need to do two things you, you need another instinct?
2: Mm,
1: you guys are picky. Are Fine. But it's also an extra compassion and an extra thing. we do the same thing. It's two stories in this passage. Show them.
0: <laughs> anything else? All right. As Jesus passed out from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, a blind man came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord, and he had touched their eyes and saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, See that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame through all the district. <laughs> Pain, compassion, instant Touch. Touch. Faith. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're famous when blind men know you're famous. Um they're big on faith here, right? He asks them. Jesus actually here. You'll find sometimes questions. In this case, Jesus is like, Do you believe I could do this? Yes. And it's almost like you find a little bit of healing in there. Mm-hmm right because he says according to your faith let it be done to you privacy is that
1: so told them, oh, them
0: this is privacy of a different sort um <laughs> I'm, i won't mark it down because i'm not sure it applies to us in the same way the fact that there are many times where jesus killed people and almost every time like, don't tell anyone and they go tell everyone um, <laughs> and it usually seems like jesus is maybe doing that to Reverse. stay that's under <laughs> a I think I, I always felt like he was doing it to stay under like a timeline like I'm not supposed to be known this well in this area mm-hmm. yet and if I do I'll be killed or cast out and I won't be able to do as much as I can mm-hmm. to heal others that's just a thought I've always had but uh, privacy in the sense that he didn't take them aside and do it did he no okay that's kind of what I'm talking was... about when I say privacy God. Matthew 9, 32 33. As they were going away, behold, a demon oppressed man who was mute was brought to him, and when the demon had been cast out, the mute man spoke. Demons? Word. Where's the word? He didn't
1: say he touched him. he said he cast out
0: right, right. in this case the demon has caused him to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i'm not sure this one necessarily fits in the fame i would
2: say they brought they by him. We yeah, there's a compassion
1: yeah there's definitely leaving. compassion they're leaving but they the still take time that. They, they brought uh-huh. the mute man to him yeah because he was They brought. oh It was brought. I, I just thought, thought he made it pop up.
0: Right. It was brought. Uh, we don't necessarily know about instant demonic. I mean, it's Jesus, so they're more yeah. apt to be quick. When oh, the it, demon had been cast out, Yeah, but that implies almost like it could have been right away, or it could have taken a few moments to cast it out. But yeah, it was. It was still an instant healing. As soon as the demon was gone, he was he was healed. There is authority there, and you'll kind of see. I do have some verses <clears throat> in here about demons that may be just almost just demon-related and not exactly healing. But the way you might look at it today, you'd think that mm-hmm. they they were mentally unstable when it was really demonic. So, um, okay, Matthew nine thirty-five to thirty-eight.
1: Uh, teaching. Pray. Pray.
0: Prayer? Yeah, we do have to pray earnestly. Prayer is always just kind of like a you should be doing it even if it's not listening in there. You said glorification. Yeah. Where is that? Kind of I mean, th- there's a lot of apply That's yeah. why I'm kind of trying yeah. to be specific. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll almost have a point under anything. Right. Um, and it does specifically in this case. He had compassion for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Here's something uh, new for you. I'm going have space
1: here.
2: Right <laughs> that about
1: yeah. Word. Word.
0: What will just say? Prophetic. Mm -hmm. Um, The new thing. That's it. Other healers. What's that all about, Jesus? We don't heal. We're just people. You're Jesus. But no, right here, it's like, though it's almost not... Specifically called out, it's in relation to like the field is a bunch of harassed and helpless people. Jesus is currently healing these people and trying to be their shepherd, and Jesus is calling for more people like him to come, implying we need some more healers out here as well as general shepherds, right? Okay, Matthew 10 1. And he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. Yeah, mm-hmm. Every. Authority. Authority. Yes. Demons. <laughs> Others. Others.
1: Others. Um, uh, vain compassion instead. Not so much in this case. It's more descriptive.
0: Matthew 10, 5-8. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim as you go, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay, acquire no gold, nor silver, nor copper for your belts, no bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staff, nor the... For the laborer deserves his food. Uh, this is connected to the speech we just read, so I won't mark anything down because we're still on that same mm-hmm. story. But just to really point out here, you know, Jesus is making this healing ministry quite dramatic. It's like, don't be, <laughs> do it even though you're not going to be comfortable. And on top of that, he really makes a point that I want you to do everything. You know, not just cast out demons, but raise the dead. <laughs> like that's about as much pain as you can be in to be dead. And yet Jesus makes a point: everything, not just him raising the dead, but his disciples also raising the dead. So that's just to further that last point. Matthew eleven two through six. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered him, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Okay, we see a lot of the same things. Jesus isn't necessarily doing any of this right now, so we also won't mark it down, but... He's making the point I'm doing all the healing to everyone and I'm teaching the poor um, and on top of that um, you see that he's famous we can mark that one down right Because John's figuring it out uh, and here's here's a big thing uh, right at the end of this 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 is something the church could really hear today especially in the evangelical realm <laughs> Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. What's offending like everything he just said is the offense, right? I'm out there, I'm raising the dead, I'm healing the poor, I'm or healing the sick and preaching to the poor. Like, blessed is the one who isn't offended by this. Now that sounds kind of stupid that you'd have to say that. It's like, I just raised a dead guy in my name. It's like, I am so offended by that. But the church so often today we live in this like war between that like between the evangelicals and, and Pentecostals like somebody gets up well you automatically almost imply like oh this person's saying they have powers but it's really God at work right mm-hmm. but they're not able to see by that and, and they get offended as a person um, that they're not in their realm of thinking um, that they have this gift from God maybe they're jealous either way they, it's it's simple sometimes to just get offended by healing and when you just think about it like that way you know it makes no sense right somebody got healed I am so offended by that <laughs> but that's such the place we live in and the more you guys press into that I can pretty much promise you the more you're gonna see that like, it's it's such a bummer when you have these healing stories you tell people about them and they think you're nuts. And they're offended by you. And they pretty much do not even like believe in you anymore because you're just that, that crazy person. If you push into this, you'll start seeing that. Alright, so this is just one of those verses to take you off somewhere. <clears throat> Matthew 12, Matthew 14. He went on from there and entered the synagogue. And a man was there with a withered hand. And they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? So they might accuse him. He said to them, Which one of you who has a sheep, if it falls into the pit on a Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out? Of well, how much more value is a man than a sheep, so it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Stretch out your hand. Or he said to the man, the one with the withered hand, Stretch out your hand. And the man stretched it out, and it was restored, healthy like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him out of destroy him. Kind got fame because I mean, Pharisee is a guy who's kind of on the top. Uh, know who he is, right? He's got compassion for withered and uh, even incident,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What else we got?
0: Teaching.
1: Teaching. say fear slash hate, because it
2: talks about people to destroy him. Mm-hmm.
0: Usually that comes yeah. out of fear. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go ahead and kind of just put that. Here. Now granted these are different kind of fears. Right. One's in awe of God mm-hmm. and this one's kind of in like, this guy can do this stuff, we need to get rid of them. So it's different kind of fears, but we still kinda of got fears going on. What else? Is this one worry or touch? Like what he was healed when he
2: stretched it, Or was did
0: he just touch him? And it, it doesn't exactly appear that Jesus touches him at all, right? Mm-hmm. He just says stretch out your hand. Which is a prophetic proclamation. Because I can't! What do you mean? Whoa! Do it! That's that's different there. It's also faith on his behalf to actually try it. You know, like, I guess I trust you enough to, whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Also, a word calls it out, doesn't touch, and it happens. 12.22. 1222. Then a demon oppressed man is, who was is blind and mute was brought to him and he healed him so that the man spoke and saw. Fashion.
1: Demons. <laughs> the thing. See, I told you these ones <laughs> are pretty much always. they dead. Really? Demons.
0: And in this case, it is the demons brought on. Lightness. Mute, and we've already seen mute once, right? Okay, that no, pretty short to the point. Matthew 14, 34 through 36. <laughs> and when they crossed over, they came to a land set <laughs> and when the men of that place recognized him, they sent around to all that region and brought to him all who were sick, and implored him, that they might only touch the fringe of his garment, and as many as touched it were made. Well, Amen. Okay. Passion. Instant. Instant yeah. Touch. Every. Search. Faith. Every. Every. Yeah, that was what I got. Anyone else see anything else? All right, 15, 29 to 31. Jesus went on from there and walked beside the Sea of Galilee, and He went up on the mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to Him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put them at His feet, and He healed them, so that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they glorified the God of Israel.
1: Bam, yeah. yeah it's different. Every every. Four five.
0: Touch, kind of, maybe. You figure when you got that many people, you just probably touch someone, you know it's not exactly listed. Right? They put him at his feet, Right. kind of general. Yeah. But it says, so he did this so that the crowd wondered. Yeah. Then he healed them so that the crowd wondered. wondered. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure that word's used very often. So.
2: No.
1: I just. Is this like a teaching moment? Yeah. 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 yeah
0: um, let me hear in full and it's like context. They of, put him at his feet, and he healed them, so that the crowd wondered. I think the crowd's just kind of wondering as they they
1: see it or not. Right. Yeah. So that it's, it gives them something to see and think about. It. Yeah. I, I think the marked glorification, which is kind of yeah yeah. I wondered
0: like marvel. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think it's kind of like mm-hmm. okay. Uh, also important to note. You're seeing blind seeing and mute ears being opened. Glad mm-hmm. none of you caught that. <laughs> yeah,
1: did, yeah, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Thank Thank <you>. <laughs> Mute, <laughs> mouth being opened. Not too You're seeing
0: people, it's not necessarily mentioned that he's delivering anyone from demons, though he may have done it. Something important to note, just cause somebody is deaf or mute does not mean they have a demon okay I'm sure you guys understand that but you will kind of see that demons tend to sometimes have general sicknesses they bring about so tend <laughs> to they're just old. Uh, Matthew 14 wait we just do that we just do that. Matthew 21, 18-22. In the morning as he was returned to the city, he became hungry. And seeing a fig tree... This one isn't exactly uh, healing, but it still relates to what we learned. learning. In the morning as he was returning to the city, he became hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the wayside, he went to it and found nothing on it, but only leaves. And he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again. And the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither at once? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only be you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say this mountain be up, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. Whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. This is just kind of a lesson on faith. It's not exactly related to Healing at the moment, that's related to death. He killed. It. <laughs> it's also a
2: lesson
0: in authority, like, Yeah, you know? authority. authority, authority, and uh, faith. All right. So well, you know what? This really kind of assume assume like.
2: Jesus gets crabby when
0: he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this, no, really he's each he's this really
1: does
0: imply. This really does imply the healing. So, <laughs> we're just gonna give half the woods. Yeah, we're gonna give <laughs> <we're gonna laughs> half a point. But uh,
1: try that sometimes, you know. Stupid victory, die! Not <laughs> well, just the stupid tree. What's Jesus
2: is here. Instead of curiosity,
1: yes. instead of making the tree die, why didn't he just say it grow? <laughs> it great right. right. I mean, like hungry. you're hungry,
2: and you can make That's things happen. you're right. so hungry, we'll you just fix. don't
1: say things that you need to say. Right. <laughs> Maybe there's a, there a part missing oh, after you, that. Even Jesus suffered from the cranky son. That's, That's good. good. Maybe after that they didn't write it down. He's like,
0: oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> check it out, guys, figs. No one thinks clearly when they're hungry. Yeah, this was instant too. Instant, instant, instant. See, it's a great lesson on faith though, because you started to see with how many points faith has here. It actually has something to do with humans. Yeah. And it's uh, we're talking about faith both on the healer and on the uh, receiver. Uh, Mark 5, 2-15, this is a long one. When Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tomb, a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart and he broke the shackles in pieces. Uh, no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. See, cutting yourself is not exactly anything. And you can see here that, yeah, that demons can kind of it. Uh, And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him, mm-hmm. and crying out in a loud voice, he said, what do you have to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now a herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, saying, Send us into the pigs, let us enter them. So he gave them permission, and the unclean spirits came out into the pigs, and the herd numbering about 2,000 rushed down the steep bank of the sea and were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen fled and told it to the city and in the country. And people came to see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had the legion sitting there clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. This one is more, maybe, demonic than healing, but those of you who work with mental right things mm-hmm. you today how would you how would you uh, go about this You probably classify it as they have give them a shot of yeah. five and two
2: and mm-hmm. hope they calm down
0: <laughs> so you can see that uh maybe in today's world sometimes there's a possibility that we are not always of course but we can associate mental illness with uh, with the mind mm-hmm demons. Uh, authority. here The demons are afraid. Afraid. The people were afraid. Oh, yeah. People were afraid. Another note, how funny would it be to watch 2,000 pigs jump off a cliff? <laughs> 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 I can pigs. Like I don't, like, don't send us away. And then they go drown
2: themselves.
1: Was there actually compassion that? Yeah, for the why demons? They just, they Maybe that's the way they get back to hell or something. Huh? Did Jesus <laughs> show compassion to the demons? It's kind of a weird question, isn't it? Do yeah, doesn't it does look, look like it though? Yeah. It does look like it. Please don't send us away. Help you with things. Yeah, pleasure, yeah, request. And then you gotta wonder: Did
0: Jesus know they were all gonna jump off the cliff? Because that caused a lot of commotion. Guys, kind of got him kicked out of town.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure it was intent. So. He just killed 2, so yeah. 2,000 of my pigs. Why did they have 2,000 <laughs> pigs? Especially if you can't eat bacon. Right? <laughs> 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 oh, it was Gentiles or something. Um, that's weird. Seriously, so, how did pigs get this long at the Jews? This was not a Jewish farm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they just at the garbage.
0: You do see kind of a weird conversation here, yeah. though, know, between yeah. the land and the yeah.
1: to go. And they named Legion, who so we were remain with we begged earnestly, "Let's of the country." Mm-hmm. They saying, "Send the things so, anyway. so he gave them permission.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure. I want to say that Jesus, you know, took the Is day. Day. yeah. <coughs> Having compassion for demons necessarily, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird conversation going on there. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling he knows something we don't. <laughs> Yeah, but you also see some things about demons which we'll get to some other time but calling them out, what's your name figuring out what their name implies such things like that uh mark six one through six he went away from there and came to his hometown and his disciples followed him Then on the sabbath he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were astonished saying where does this man get these things where is wisdom given to them how are such mighty works done by his hands is not this the carpenter the son of Mary and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon and are not what? Who's Joseph? Joseph. Joseph. I don't know it's a cool name. And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to him, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and among his relatives and in his own household. And he could do no mighty work there except that he had laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them, and he marveled because of their unbelief. There's something you will learn, especially being maybe in the church, um, that isn't accustomed to these things. When all of a sudden you're walking in the ways of the Spirit, they're like well who's this this is Stephen. i've known him all the time he's never healed anyone he's never this is nick he never cast out a demon before why are they listening to him now you'll find this because this is like jesus is like jesus he's going around everywhere and everyone's acknowledging him he goes home he's like who is this guy i know his dad look and they're probably even still thinking you know with this mindset that jesus was had out of wedlock if that's the way they're perceiving it you know it's like what's the big deal this is that <coughs> That son out of wedlock who's just grew up as a carpenter's son, you know. You'll find that it's your hometown. Uh, the people closest to you are the ones sometimes who abandon you. I've already he had this happen. One of my closest friends, like, he was even on track with me with this. Like, we were learning a lot about spiritual gifts, and then we kind of parted ways. And now, if I ever bring these kind of things up, like, I swear I could see it in his eyes. He just thinks I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is all you ever talk about. <laughs> I like to see this stuff happen. But you'll see this that sometimes people closest to you, when you start believing, and especially when you start doing this stuff, mm-hmm. people will leave. um What else do you see in this verse? Lack of faith. Lack of faith. faith? Okay. Yeah, Jesus so far. Even if it hasn't set every... We have not seen a problem with healing anyone, right? right. It's like, they came and healed the end. In this case, what's what's a good day for Jesus? Or what's a bad day for Jesus? It's it's usually a good day for us. In the end, you could only heal a few sick people. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll take that, you know. But what you see in this case is kind of an opposite. It fits into faith, right? Except it's no faith in this case uh, again showing you the huge importance of faith The one time we see so far that Jesus cannot heal it is connected to the fact that they do uh, and he could do no mighty work there except they laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them and he marveled because of their unbelief so these people don't like him, which makes it hard and uh uh he's marveling at their unbelief you definitely see a connection with faith and touch right? what else yep yeah. okay. mark 6 12 to 13 So they went out and proclaimed that people should repent, and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Um, Oil's a new one. Mm -hmm. We're just going to put that under touch for now. Other healers? hmm? Other healers? Other other healers. Yeah. Demons. Demons. Teaching. Teaching, probably, yeah. repenting yeah that that, that that could probably make another category for repenting um but you do see in this case uh that they are being kind of uh, anointed with oil many who are sick and healed them right mm-hmm. a lot of times you think it's the crazy old people in the church who always have let me touch you with oil you know <laughs> but uh this actually you see right here, they with oil and they see healing. And I believe somewhere, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Paul says something about like the elders in your church yes. anoint with oil.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you see again that this is something that may sound crazy to you, but oil has always been a big sign throughout the Bible, even in the Old Testament. Uh, it's meant for anointing. Mark seven twenty four 24 through 30 from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon and he entered a house and did not want anyone to know yet he could not be hidden but immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down on his feet now the woman was a Gentile a Syrophoenician by birth and she begged him to not begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter And he said to her let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement, you may go away. The demon has left your daughter. She went home, found the child lying in his bed, and the demon gone. Uh, we've, I've run out of space for this, so we've already seen this in really everything. So just Listen. imagine all this as. It's an infinity. Yes. Okay. What else? Do we see this? Demons. Demons. This is actually again. This is more of a demonic thing, but you still see kind of a similar thing to healing as we're seeing, like distance. Word. Teaching. 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 Yeah, she keeps pushing in, right? Faith. Uh privacy, but in this case it's not to heal someone, it's just he wants to get away from people, it seems. Okay, 732 to 35. Sorry, it's a lot of scripture tonight, but that's not a bad thing. When they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into the ears, and after spitting, touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed, said to him, F-F-F-F-F. That
2: thats
0: be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Kate? Yes? What's in there? Oh, what?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this time we're
0: taking them aside for a healing, right? <laughs> um, weird enough. I don't know, I say kind of touch. I don't More than touch. Yeah. Remember in Finger of God last week? When, yes. Uh, she licked her finger and stuck it right. in it her ear when she was right. praying for healing? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little thing. You might have not caught that if you were. I did watch. because I went, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but. This, that's not necessarily what Jesus did here, but you kind of see. I think
2: he spit and then like, yeah. touched that guy's tongue with his
1: spit. Yeah, that, that might have been it. A... There's something about Jesus' spit, just let me put that out there. Yeah. Alright? So. Yeah, this is the first time that mentioned he went up to heaven. First. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. It was I think it might be the only time you have.
2: Huh? Touch it
0: yeah Uh, yeah oh here's something else Um, I'm not sure how many times we will see it in these passages but Jesus speaks to a body part
2: Hmm.
0: there's some like uh, when I was in Ken's class at one point he had us all pray for each other and this girl Uh, who just like her foot was really hurt and she just walked upstairs and Ken had us all pray for each other for healing but specifically by commanding the body parts which is awkward okay it's like when you're talking to somebody who's like foot be healed Uh (laughs) yeah exactly but that was the way we prayed and after she didn't feel any pain there's something to like this is like an authority thing right you're talking to body parts and bringing them into like alignment with heaven it's odd but you see that jesus right here mouth be open right. you also see we're just gonna say it's prophetic i don't know why <laughs> but uh it, it does kind of seem like something of that sort right it doesn't say he spit on
2: the person or on yeah the person. Just to it just does say spitting spit.
0: you could infer that he spit it's into it's his, in his hand way. and put it
1: the mouth. So you read the next
0: There's more spinning going on, <laughs> so it, it makes you think that spit. It's almost like I don't know. Here's my DNA. I'm giving. Yeah. Let me give you. you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Did he speak in tongues, or is that just a different? <laughs> uh, I think that's just. Uh, in their language, I think it might be Hebrew or something. Yes, there's a few times where he speaks in uh, uh, in or yeah. Hebrew, and they write it down for some reason. I'm not sure why, I guess, because you're probably supposed to use that. So, from yeah. now on, uh, if you come in contact with the line of your guy, to...
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that's another thing, right? We got uh, of hands on these specific body parts right. that aren't working. I'm not just touching him on the shoulder. Uh, okay. Mark 8, 23-25. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes laid his hands on him, he asked him, Do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see men, but they all look like trees walking. And then Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again. And he opened his eyes, his sight was restored, and he saw everything clear. So did he wait the spit out of his eyes? Pretty pain? much. Just yeah, spit your eyes and So, we'll say prophetic again. we want to make spit its own category up there? I <laughs> thought about it, because it comes up again. But for yeah. now, let's just put it under prophetic. If you yeah. want to make a spit category on yours, go ahead.
2: Touch.
0: Uh, touch. I have to I have to do it twice. Yes. Yeah. Weird, right? Jesus, of all people. A lack of faith on the part, maybe. That's maybe. but we maybe do see. he was really black, and he touched me, just this thing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right.
2: uh, Because yeah, if you know. have
0: something in your eye, people could very well mistake. Oh, absolutely. I'm not sure spit would make it yeah. that hard. Though. You got some pens on maybe if Jesus, maybe hit a or something. I don't know. But you, okay. you definitely see though it's kind of weird, right? I mean, absolutely. A lot of times you're thinking, Jesus, yes, absolutely, this is a weird story. Uh, but you think like, why does Jesus have to question this, right? Right. Is like I I believe fully in my healing. Okay. Did it work? You're getting healing. Can you see? <laughs> Questioning. You. Yes, but they all look like walking trees. <laughs> It's like a bunch of vents, and apparently he okay. was
1: joking. Can you dirty. see? <laughs> 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 I don't think it would have been put in there. There'd be some Jesus.
0: implied in that. Funny, But you do see, Jesus lays his hands on his eyes again. Right. Almost like, alright, let's pray again. Right. Kind of deal, right? So the first time he lays his hands on him, and then afterwards he afterwards lays his hands on his eyes. Yeah, that's true. See? I don't know I'm explain. stop taking this away. break uh, twice, big deal right there. You saw on the video last week that guy on the crutches, that guy was praying for him, two, maybe three times, yeah. Interruption, well, not really, actually. Uh, my camera ran out of space at this point, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to encourage you to continue reading, uh if you've checked this out my blog www.newfangled.wordpress.com search for apollos you'll find healing session two make sure you have uh these are all the verses we've been going through you can download it right there and um you can keep continue uh you can keep going on from where we left off and uh read up more on them see what you discover as you're reading through these how did jesus heal what did he do We had some great discussion, obviously it didn't get recorded, but there are a few things I'd like to hit on outside of that. Um, Because in the end, you'll see kind of the things that were key to uh, healing that we discovered. And I just kind of want to touch on a few of the big categories. Here's the things that you'll find in the passages we looked at. The things that are, are most commonly found is faith, touch, words. Things like that, and uh, really, when you think of it, word and touch, those kind of figure into faith too, right? I mean, if you uh, if you touch someone, you're touching them in faith, or if you give someone a word that they're healed, you do it in faith. Um, You even see, strangely enough, in America, because we don't often think about it, demonic oppression. Okay, demonic oppression is pretty correlated to. Uh, some of the, the healings that took place in the Bible. However, that does not mean just because you are sick that you have a demon or a demon-caused uh, sickness, okay? There, there are just typical physical sicknesses and there are demonic. Sometimes uh, Christians who really get into the supernatural pay way too much attention to demons and, and, and think that there's a demon behind every bush. That's not the case with healing, though you do see throughout Jesus' uh, healing, healing adventures, uh, that there is demonic oppression that causes a lot of sickness out there. So, something to keep in mind when you are praying for healing. Um, now we see that faith is kind of like one of the biggest things as we read through all these verses, whether it's it's faith on Jesus' behalf, you know, the whole verse, uh, uh, you can tell this mountain to move and it'll move, like if you say that with no doubt, you have that kind of faith. It's the same kind of faith that applies to healing. You tell that 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 uh, that uh, cancer to be gone. You do it in faith. There has to be faith on your end, but on top of that, there's also you see throughout these stories, there has to be faith on the other people's end, right? I mean, Jesus many times is like, "Go on, your faith has made you well." You see that faith is very, very critic a very, very critical component to healing. Now, that's not to say that God cannot heal you without faith. All right. In fact, it's funny, but a lot of the people who move in healing today, it's funny, a lot of them seem to have had their first experience by accident. It's like they're praying for someone, and then all of a sudden uh, they're healed like, wait, you're healed? Yeah, I'm healed. The pain's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You should check it again, because God's never healed before when I prayed. It's like God catches them off guard. And it's through that that he gives them faith. So I'm not saying that faith is necessarily always going to be absolutely critical. But, man, when you look through these passages, what you see is faith is pretty much out there. And in America, we've got a lot of Christians who are usually the ones saying, I believe, help my unbelief rather than the ones who are just uh, straight up believing that God can heal. Or if anything, it's like, well, God can heal through the doctor's hands, so I'll pray for that. No, we're talking about you actually, when you pray for healing, you really do need to have faith. You see throughout all the verses, probably one of the biggest tallies we got outside of uh, instant compassion and um, and, uh, fame that uh, faith was highly important when it came to Jesus' healing, right? Even when he's in his uh, hometown, he can only heal a few sick people. He marvels at their unbelief there, and he can't actually seem to heal everyone. You get the feeling again that faith, that belief, is kind of a, a part of this healing process. Fame. Um, You're going to find that if you start praying for healing and God starts using you in this way, fame is probably going to come. I mean, You want to talk about a way of getting your church to expand? When you start praying for healing and word gets around that when you pray for people stuff happens, all of a sudden your church is going to start growing with sick people and poor people and those who need prayer and now believe full heartedly in prayer. And you're going to find yourself in similar situations. To Jesus, where people are coming, you coming to you asking uh, for prayer, for healing, and they're bombarding you from every corner. That's just part of what comes with it, and that's why you need compassion. Because let me tell you, you know, you, they must have tired Jesus out trying to get on a boat, get to another place. As soon as they get off the boat, there's more people who want prayers and crowds meeting them everywhere. You find. Uh, Fame and I'm not talking about like yeah, this will make us famous I'm talking about you're gonna find that people are going to be coming up to you when you go to Conferences and there's people who heal there they like give a message and then at the end it's like all right, We're gonna have ministry time. It's like one person up there is praying for like a Thousand people anybody need healing come on up. We'll pray for you. It's crazy We flock to it even today you go to these conferences You will find that uh, but that's why you need compassion. Remember, God is love, right? If you don't have compassion for people, you're gonna miss your opportunities, right? I mean, Jesus catches these people wherever they come. He he could just turn away, and say, "I'm so tired, I need to go sleep." But most of the time, you find him. He's just all right. Let's let's pray right now. Uh, I have compassion, even though I'm burnt out, maybe at this moment. So that's important too. And here's another thing about faith, okay? Faith is highly important, but um, you need to be careful when it comes to things like the word of faith movement. This is when people are like, you've been healed, now go walk in your healing. And, and the person actually hasn't been healed. It's like they have to think themselves into healing, like people, they'll, uh, they'll take their glasses off. It's like, I am believing in God for my healing, for my eyesight right now. And then they'll just stop wearing glasses because it seems like they're doubting uh, if they don't get healed. So they got to put their glasses back on. Uh, or they can't put their glasses back on because that wouldn't be faith. It's things like that, alright? Look, we pray for healing, okay? But if you don't get healed uh, when that prayer happens, just, you know, be smart, alright? It's, it's not necessary d- necessarily doubt. If you've been told that you've gained a healing and it hasn't happened. Not everyone always gets healed. That's one of the hard parts about healing ministry. If we're going to be honest with ourselves, sometimes people don't experience uh, the healing when we pray for it. And that's hard for a lot of people to admit. And a lot of times it's in people's pride where it's like, why are you wearing your glasses? I I prayed for that. You know, some healers, they can get... Uh, prideful enough that they they need to have that streak where well I've already given you your healing things like this so if if you're gonna take on a word of faith I mean that's fine Um, but but just be smart if you haven't been healed don't pretend like you have that's basically all I'm trying to say uh, through all that we also, you, you see that touch has healing in and of itself, right? Um, actually, there was one conference I was at where a lady, uh, in her ministry time, wasn't necessarily for praying for anyone. Just this tiny little lady, she just hugged people. <laughs> and that she like kissed them on the cheek and just let them go. I went up and she gave me a hug and, and it didn't necessarily bring me to tears or anything. But there were plenty of other people who were like crying during this moment. See, she wasn't even doing anything necessarily miraculous in that moment except hugging people, touching people. There's something about touch in general that brings healing. But uh, when, when you're going to touch someone and pray for healing, you see that Jesus did that all the time, right? He, he would either touch them and it would bring healing, or he'd speak a word of healing into them. Be opened, or uh, he, would, he would stretch out your hand, things like these, right? Touch or he would heal. And sometimes he'd touch the physical place that was uh, actually broken. What, your eyes aren't working? All right, let me touch your eyes. And he'd, he would touch the physical places. Now, of course, again, be smart, especially men. If you're gonna pray for uh, women especially, you know, you don't want to be touchy in any areas. You shouldn't be touchy in. And sometimes even just any areas that could be close. It's, it's okay, in fact, it's a good idea to ask can I touch your, you know, spleen or what, whatever it is you're praying for? Um, it's okay to ask. You, you don't want to get caught up and people think that there's a scandal going on or anything like that. Obviously, just another be smart kind of thing. Um, and you even see oil being used in some of the passages we looked at. Oil be, was used in one of these passages once as, as prayer for healing. All right, uh, that being said, it's also important to train others in healing, like just just press into it, okay? You may not know if God can use you for healing right now, but until you've prayed for like 50, 100 people, you're not going to know if you have any anointing in it. And honestly, I, I get the feeling that if God sees that you're willing to pray for healing, the more apt He is to trust you and give you more of an anointing for healing. And the more apt you are to be able to pray for people. Is that to say that everyone has the same spiritual gifts? No. But maybe God will uh, increase his anointing in an area when he sees that uh, you can be trusted to use it. Um, For that reason, train each other. Jesus says, you know, Go and make disciples of all nations. What's a disciple? It's looking like Jesus. What did Jesus do? Well, he, you know, talked with the poor. He uh, helped the oppressed. He healed people. healed the blind. Uh, Jesus gives his, uh, he, he reads a verse from Isaiah. And then he's like, this verse has been fulfilled, this prophecy has been fulfilled in your hearing today. Which is like Jesus is going to go heal and things like that. If you want to look like Jesus, it's okay to expect that you will have the faith to walk into the supernatural. One of the things that we've done, especially in America, is we've limited discipleship to just holiness. And and, and that's it, that if we look holy enough everyone will come to uh, uh, Christ. And there's definitely truth there. But when you're showing them Christ physically, when when God manifests Himself on someone and heals them, that is also huge. And And that's something too. You remember this. Everything can be healed through Jesus, whether it's a limb growing back or just something insane. The Bible is full of crazy stories. Resurrection for crying out loud. I mean, that's like the ultimate healing. You're dead. You came back to life. So here's what I'm trying to say is that pray for anything. All right. It's okay to have the faith to pray for anything because Jesus... Jesus prayed for everything. Many times, it says He heals every disease and every affliction. Like those words are used together um, in, in many passages, because Jesus prayed for it all. The the idea that we can pray for anything, we can ask, and uh, when you do that, it's important to. Uh, I lost my train of thought. It's just it's important okay that's there we'll go with that Um, and then the last thing I want to really hit on is the test Now, there's a guy named Robbie Dawkins I believe Uh, he's a vineyard pastor in Chicago and he I saw him at a conference and he explained this really well in which when you're praying for someone for healing here's a great way to go about it come up to them ask what hurts you know Jesus asked questions to some of the people Uh, In in the verses, he'd ask questions about them and then pray for healing. And Robbie's is like, all right, what hurts? Okay, your elbow hurts. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does it hurt right now? They'll give you a number. Then pray for it, come back, and uh, you may find that, uh, uh, okay, does it still hurt? Yes. Okay, well, how much on a scale of 1 to 10? Maybe it's the same or maybe it's gone down. If it's gone up, that's kind of weird. You may want to stay away from healing. No, just kidding. Uh, but if it's come down, okay, let's pray again. Remember, Jesus prayed twice uh, for one guy, a blind guy. Um, and he prayed twice for that guy rather than just once. Can you see now? No, I, I can't see. Okay, well, here, let's. he lays hands on him. Can you see now? Yeah, I can see now. Um, so if Jesus has prayed twice, maybe sometimes we got to pray like 500 times. I don't know. Some people take... 17 years before they finally find healing uh, one of my friends they, they had 17 years uh, before they were healed of their sickness so you gotta press in this takes a lot of persistence and that's why it's so easy to drop out of, of praying for healing because it gets hard especially when someone's not being healed especially when you gotta keep pressing in and in some cases when somebody passes away and you can't find out why and all you can do is trust in God's sovereignty. It's, it's hard, but you got to press in. And, and this is a great way to do it when you're praying for healing scale. One to ten, how much does it hurt? That much, okay, let's pray. How much now? That much, okay, let's pray. How much now? That much, okay, let's pray. And even if you can't get it down to zero, even if you can't get it to move at all, at least you're trying and you're showing God that, that he can trust you with a gift, gift like this. So that's kind of healing. Uh, We did say a lot more, but unfortunately I wasn't able to record all of it, and I hope this helps you. Yeah. Gonna go now.